we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm sorry we didn't have an OC recap last week, and we also didn't have a Dallas one, but we are coming back at you this week to let you guys know what is happening in our little land of Orange County, just a little bit more south than us, but not as south as some other places. I'm here with my constant co-host for all things OC. Armin, Army, how you doing? I thought for a second, Eddie, that you forgot we were we were doing the OC podcast, and I was gonna do like full Dallas. You were going into Dallas. Oh no, yeah. no, no! This is OC. Also, I'm Eddie. I always forget. Did you introduce yourself? Eddie? I never introduced myself. You I never only do. introduced the podcast. I mean, it's an issue I have. People I, should know you by now. I we right? have we have newbies though. Eddie Estrada here, co <laughs> co host of Hot and Bravo. At Eddie underscore Estrada. On Instagram and Twitter. And Hot and Bravo is at Hot and Bravo on Instagram and Twitter, H O T and B R A V O D. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Orange County. Um, before we get into this week's episode, I want to touch on something that we didn't get to talk about last week, which was the Kelly Vicky reconciliation at the dinner in Miraval. So we didn't get to talk about this, but after everything that happened in Miraval, they all went to this dinner that they made for themselves. And Kelly Dodd kind of breaks down and starts talking to Vicky about like how she felt and how it's, it hurts her because her and Vicky used to be best friends. And we're doing our um, reality rewind right now on our Patreon about OC season 11. And you see the friendship between Kelly and Vicky and Kelly's actually the one kind of reintegrating Vicky back into the group after the whole Brooks drama, which I find super interesting that they're now such enemies. Right. Right. And can I do a quick plug? Of course. So if you want to hear my thoughts on the uh, Vicky and Kelly reconciliation, you can actually find them in detail on this app called TV Co. Because Camille and I actually did a, a live show on TV Co. Normally, it's me and Eddie. But this week, Camille filled in. If you go download an app called TV Co. every Monday at 7 p.m., Eddie and I are going to do a live show where you can ask us questions. And we're on camera, so you can see like what we look like. Exactly. Don't you want to know that? And uh, interact with us. You can ask us questions. You can give us your thoughts. So check it out. Download TV Co. Follow us at Hot and Bravo there. And join us for those live shows. Um, back to this here, here was my thought that I gave on TV Co. I don't think it's going to last. Oh, 100% not. I thought it was a strange way to get to a reconciliation. I surrender. I surrender. That and the fact that it started with Kelly saying um, the whole thing about how she destroyed the car with Vicky's face on it. As a pig, she's like, I wasn't calling you ugly. I just knew the pig thing got you upset from Slade. And right, <laughs> it's like, right. I think you're a beautiful woman, Vicky. It's so weird. Yeah, because Vicky's like, yeah, you destroyed it because you think I'm ugly. <laughs> and then somehow it snowballs into this like apology slash forgiveness Fine. tour. There was a, what's that? What was it? Dido song and the surrender. She's like, I won't go down <laughs> with this ship. That's what I was thinking. She was waving I, her white flag. I really didn't see it coming. The way it started out, 
I did not see that coming. I, I thought it was going to be another blow up. Same, because if I, I mean, it's probably going to be a blow up at the reunion because seeing that footage of Kelly Dodd screaming <laughs> yeah. Vicky with the pig and then like getting it demolished was probably one of my favorite things ever. I need to see that on every Housewives season. Like We just, should make like, a gift of that. I really, we really should because like that was unreal. Um, and I know exactly where in Vegas they did it. They have like the whole, you can like go and do, um, you can like dig stuff up. You can do like Is it bulldozers. at the same place that the Vanderpump Rules guys went to? I'm pretty sure it's the same place. Yeah. So the same place where you can like drive the tractors yeah. and do the stuff. It's also like a demolish like thing. And then I think Remember nearby, how that was a huge controversy yeah. because they wanted to go, but it was the same day as Ariana's birthday. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think Tom got in trouble because of the right. whole, you know, Ariana's been going through it. And Yep. Yep. That was a great, uh, great moment. Great throwback to he's like, Vanderpump. But babe, we're going to bulldoze some shit. It's yeah. going to be so much fun. And she's just like, oh God, I'm not going to get through to you. <laughs> You're just a brick wall right now. <laughs> well, those places are really cool. And Vegas has that. And they also have like a drift thing where you can like learn to drift and then drift on like a racetrack. It's crazy. Vegas has everything. I mean, Vegas, yeah, has everything. It's open all night. It's a city of sin, right? City of sin. Um, another city of sin, though, is um, Scottsdale, Arizona, right, um, right, which right. is the home place That's and birthplace of Kelly Dodd, um, which is why I'd like to call it Sin City of Scottsdale. Kelly Dodd herself is quite sinful. Yeah. Well, we get a little taste of that because at the beginning of this episode, we see her meet up with two of her friends from her childhood, Christine and Lisa, and they're both like talking and catching up and they start reminiscing on Kelly's teenage and college days and they were eventful like this is stuff you see in movies this okay first of all this would never fly like in modern society like in our (laughs) generations you would have been like locked up for at least 10 years already but first when she was in high school for her senior prank she went to saint mary's like a catholic school been there done that uh (laughs) she but she wrote S and M for St. Mary's and also we know what else for and set it on fire on her campus and was arrested for that because arson, uh, damage of like property, crazy stuff like that. And then they were telling another story where like she fought with like an old lady in glasses at some like fundraiser benefit. And Kelly Dodd sounds like she was if we think she's wild now, I can only imagine Kelly Dodd, the teenage years. I wish we could go back in time find all those stories and get like our own, like the Carrie diaries. I don't know if you ever watched that, but like for sex in the city, they had like the CW spinoff with Anna Sophia Robb called the Carrie diaries. No, I didn't watch that. I only watched that before watching. I only started recently watching sex in the city from the beginning, which I know Ryan Alkire is doing too. And we're like, we're literally like, I'm just maybe like a season ahead of him. But Carrie Diaries was like basically like Carrie when she's in college and getting her first writing gig. And then the, 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 they only did like three seasons. And the last season was like, she finally meets Samantha. Who's like this older, like cool girl that brings <laughs> her into the clubs and stuff. But they need that with Kelly Dodd, like the Kelly Dodd diaries. Right. Where we see her from like high school, like burning the S and M to like her, like going into college and meeting Michael and that whole thing. I just think it would be so fascinating. Yeah. Maybe if Bravo gets into some like fictional stuff and I know they've already done that. Yeah. But fictional TV based on Real Housewives. Who else would get a show? I would love to see Luann in Italy, like her Italian days. We could have a whole, like maybe an animated series. But what's better than Sonia? (sighs) 
on the yacht with Diddy? Yeah. Come John, on. John John and Madonna. Right. So Party stories. with John John Kennedy. That would be a cartoon. That would be like some like kind of like broad city like cartoon version, like Tuca and Birdie or something like that. I could see Sonia just being so outlandish. And I know you've been doing that hashtag before Bravo series yes. on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, that could be basically a whole fictional series spinoff. Like maybe it's an anthology series yeah, called we Before do Bravo. Before Bravo. We do like every season's a different Bravo celebrity. It's season about a year in their lives from before they were Bravo celebrities. Armin, yeah. lock this up. Throw the key away and give Andy the papers because I think we've got a hit on our hands. Bravo, we're we just we just disseminated asking. it out to the world, though, guys. Well, can I, can I, I mean, you heard it here first. Before we, got we move on, stamps. can I quickly, quickly uh, say who would be great for this? Who? Jackson, Miami. <sighs> Am I right? Yeah, because you know, there's there's some rumors about that. I mean, that, it might have to be on logo. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not referring to that. It's just the fact that in season two. Kristen and Sandoval made a lot of references to how wild he was. And they said, remember they made this little comment when we talked when we broke down that whole season for Patreon? They said, Well, we all know why he had to change his name from Jason to Jax. What is that about? How many enemies did he make? What did he do out there in Miami? We know he was a much harder partier back then than he is now. I'm so interested in the and whole And he's a huge Jax. partier now. There's so many skeletons in Jack's closet that I don't, even, I don't even know, dude. That's like season three. Jack's in Miami. Well. Of Before Bravo. Let's go, let's go back to OC, though, because we need to, we need to talk about a few more things, uh, especially about Gina's date. So <laughs> we'll start. I mean, we could just talk about this like all, I guess. All encompassing. All encompassing. Let's yeah, just talk about this. Let's just get into so it. So all the ladies go over to, I think, Shannon's house. Um, just kind of like meet up. There's like Gina, Emily, uh, Vicky's Vicky, there. Yeah. And <laughs> they're talking about Gina having this date. Like Emily's so excited or Gina's so excited because she's having a date with Emily's cousin and she's gushing about it. And Emily's like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I have to interrupt before you get too excited. He let me know he's injured and can't make it. Now, let me tell you, as someone who has um, gotten out of dates before, injured is the, like the worst excuse you can give. Because like Gina said, like it's a toe. Yeah. So then he says it's like his big toe is injured. And she's like, what? You don't have nine more of them? Like, I think I've broken my toe like on a night out and like been limping around with my big toe definitely fractured. You just pop it back into place and just take another shot. I had technically toe surgery on my big toe. Now, it was an ingrown toenail. The doctor said it's toe surgery, but it's one of those things where you're awake and they just do a local anesthetic. Yeah. It's not so surgical, let's put it that way, but they like literally rip off half of your toe nail have you, from the root. I've have had, you had that before? I had to have both of my to- toes done because I had them oh, really? so, I, they were so painful and like I yeah. had such like a problem where they were like growing into my toes. They had to cu- they cut it down to the root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I couldn't walk for like two, I was like wrapped up in bandages with my toes. Like I yeah. was like the real Oh, and deal. it's painful. Yes. So I had that and I went on a date the next night. Did you really? I did. I was much more of a wimp. <laughs> well i mean i i it sounds like he doesn't want to go on this date with her and then he, she does and then she does. it is embarrassing to go out on a date with a walking boot though 
no, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. But but what's embarrassing is Gina calling him, Emily and Gina calling him and putting him on the spot. Um, I did like his excuse though, where he's like, I guess it's just so West Coast to me. Like it wouldn't, this wouldn't fly on the East Coast. Like I'm heartbroken. He sounds like a total fuck boy. Just putting it out there. This guy does not sound like he's good for Gina and Gina's eating it up. And then Gina gets even more delusional because she's like, well, you know, like Matt's trying to get back at me. Like Matt's trying to get back together with me. And Emily's like, you think he's going to leave the woman he cheated on you with to go back to his ex-wife? We've seen Matt's, by the way. It's bad news. If you haven't like gone on Twitter or like Instagram or anything, Matt's Tinder profile is floating around and it's it says like finally single. He looks like a douchebag. If you see him in the OC on Tinder... Please go on a date with him and see what his deal is. Get every last little like tidbit of information. If I need to get throw, if I need to don a blonde wig, get back down there and go to social house. I need a pig's head with Matt just to get the inside scoop for Gina. I'm there. I love how you're throwing our listeners into the fire. Like, why not swipe? You're saying swipe right. Go I, on a date with a person you have deemed a douchebag for a few morsels of information. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's called it's called putting in the effort, honey. It's about getting the dirt. Investigative journalism for hoes. How about this for investigative journalism? Let's get Gina on the podcast and have her open up about her man. There's X-Man. one that's only one side to two stories. I need Matt's I need <laughs> I need Matt's information. Um but we'll we'll talk about the rest of the date, I think. because they Gina ends up going on a date. Um, without him, which we will talk about later. We'll discuss um, later. We'll, we'll put a pause on this conversation because I think that's all we need to talk about right now because there's a lot. Um, by the way, Tamara also blocked Gina on Instagram, but I'll get that. Not Gina. Emily, Emily. on Instagram, but I'll get to that later. But, I mean, Tamara's I Tamara's quick to block. Yeah. She's got a heavy finger. She. Uh, by the way, we're not the only podcast to be blocked by her. Danny Pellegrino also was blocked by her. So even nice guys get blocked by Tamara. To write a passage, right? if you will. Um, I don't even think we did anything bad. We just made a post about her, her son. son, which wasn't negative. It, it was, was telling the facts of the story that he literally came after his, his ex-wife. His, not even ex-wife, right, but ex-girlfriend, ex- baby yeah. mama. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Tamara was serious, but only because she wants to get with Bronwyn. Bronwyn seemed like she was into it too because she got distracted by talking about Tamara's beauty, which Tamara is pretty, but I don't think she's like enamoring to where i'm like oh my god that tamra judge i can't get her out of my mind those beady little blue eyes and those big old tits <laughs> um what's bronwyn's husband's name sean sean um uh, or i uh, or as i like to call him um male moana uh because he has those weird island necklaces that he wears all the time oh i haven't noticed you haven't noticed no. oh my gosh it's a different one every single it's like a shark tooth it was like a white shark tooth the first time when vicky yeah. was hitting on him at the tamra's like house ring party and this episode was like this brown thing kelsey who's on some of a podcast sometimes with me um said he's the Jeff Probst of OC from like Survivor and it's like the immunity idol. Right. And right. I was dying because I was like, that's the realest like That's kind of accurate. Diss. Um but I'm like really into Sean. It's fine. So Bronwyn, if you ever want to do like a three way the other way, threesome, like why not? Hit it up. Where do you where do you think uh Sean now ranks uh, amongst the hottest house husbands? You know, Joe Gorga Joe, Joe Gorga <laughs> is my number one followed Joe Judice by, is your number two. No, my number two is Denise Richards' husband now. Aaron. 
Yes. And, and then number three. Travis Holman. No, I'm joking. Travis Holman's you in my love, top five. You love Travis Holman. I don't Holman. know what it is about Travis Holman. He's in my top five. But uh, probably number three would be either Sean. I'm going to call him just Sean Bronwyn. Cause, oh, Bron- <laughs> Sean Windenberg. Sean That's Wynn. his name. Is Sean Wynn. Um, <laughs> and I think, or Mauricio. I know I've been ragging you on Mauricio because Mauricio. I'm like, Mauricio's kind of like hit his heyday in the past. but You used to love him so much. Yeah, but then he got older. Hey, it's part of life, right? I know, but I need someone young, you, fun, and fresh. You've gotten older since he's gotten older. Yeah, but bitch, I'm the still same in my 20s. <laughs> By the way, people were shocked that I was 27. Oh, I'm not 27 yet, but close. Recently. <laughs> you forgot your age. Remember that time you forgot your birthday on this podcast? I always forget my birthday. <laughs> What's my age again? The Blink-182 actually wrote that song about me. I thought, I thought it was kind of interesting how Sean and Bronwyn were kind of blushing during their confessionals thinking about the prospects of a threesome with Tamara. They were both kind of But their role is not anyone close to them. Which right, is- and Sean clarified that. He's like, look, nobody close to us. And uh, Bronwyn explained her threesome further on the after show, which I've been watching a lot of the after show. So guys, I'm going to just warn you, I'm going to start sprinkling in some after show information into the podcast because I feel like since Bravo has started ASC. doing... Yeah. What? After show content. After show content, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And by the way, guys, if you aren't watching the after shows, you're not getting the full story of Bravo. Please go to bravotv.com. Watch um, the confessionals. Because, it feels like, like an ad. It is an ad because it's so, <laughs> they're so good. Like in one recently, Kelly Dodd was like ripping Gina, but it was like not her like really like making fun. It was like her stating facts and just like making her sound like she is. And it was actually really funny. But in the Bronwyn one, she ex- she's with Shannon and she explains the three something. And... It's always someone that they know, like a friend of a friend or something. It's mm. never someone super close. And the first time it happened in San Diego, they like rented out the entire bottom floor of the Hard Rock Hotel in um, uh, San Diego for his birthday. So like everyone was in all these rooms and everyone was going crazy. And like they just decided to like do this threesome. And then now they've decided to do it here and there. I'm not here for the slut shaming for that because I think do whatever works for you in your relationship. I think it's fantastic. They found a way that they're secure in their own relationship to be able to bring someone else in to have excitement and fun and still be able to have a strong, fulfilling and respectful relationship with each other. I think that's actually very admirable of them. Are people slut shaming them? I mean, Gina definitely was. Tamara definitely was. All the women were kind of giving Emily for sure. We're all giving her this stink eye when it's like, girls, look at yourself. Hers is the healthiest relationship. True, out of they, all they of were them. they were kind of questioning her, putting her on the hot seat about it. Even Gina was making fun of them for like their bathing suits or getting naked, and it's like right. you don't need to have this kind of like I don't know. My thing is is like at different strokes for different folks. Everyone does their own thing. Like don't put your judgments on someone else just because you're not used to it, you're not comfortable with it yourself. Like I mean, up until like two years ago, I was super uncomfortable with Speedos. Like, I'm not going to like, but I'm not going to judge someone for being in a Speedo. And now guess what? I can't stop wearing them. I'm at a pool party <laughs> in Vegas, dropping it low, squatting it up in a little, little Speedo. Inky dinky little rink dink And guess what? I get the side eye now, but I'm like, hey, don't hate the player. I hate the game. Hate the game. Hate the game of wearing Speedos, but don't hate the player wearing the Speedo. So yeah, so I'm all about this threesome. So Bronwyn... Give your boy a call. Slide in the DMs at Just Eddie joking. underscore I could never. I could never. Why not? I don't know. No, just one-on-one for you? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, it's it's a little bit past my age range. Oh. Uh, 
but we'll see. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. Okay, let's we'll talk, leave it on the table. Let's, let's put it go, that way. Let's go um, before we get back into Gina and Emily and that whole situation. You want to talk O shots? Let's talk about the O shot. That's exactly what I was going to talk about. So Shannon decides to get her um uh, little kuchkaduch, um, <laughs> a little spruce up by getting her uh, a shot straight in that hoo ha. <laughs> And with her own blood, they centrifuge her blood to increase uh, her orgasms. Is that even an FCC-approved term? <laughs> the kuchadooch and the the hoo-ha. Yeah, I think hoo-ha yeah, is okay. That's just scientific terms, Armin. Oh, okay. I didn't take. I science. took anatomy and physiology, eight, like <laughs> honors anatomy, physiology, anatomy, physiology, and I learned all. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like you took anatomy and physiology by the sounds mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, hoo-ha and the kuchadooch. Uh, <laughs> those are the proper medical terms. But what's really interesting about this O-shot is that it only lasts for six months, so you have to keep getting it done. Is that what's interesting about them? No, it's interesting that <laughs> she had this for six months, and she did not have sex during the six months. So Wait, what? In I think it was the after show or something. Uh, she this said, is ASC? Okay. Yeah, she said so that... You, you have to give an ASC disclaimer. Oh, but so yeah, so just say ASC. ASC. This is okay. an ASC a- disclaimer. Is an ASC. Okay. She did not have sex during those six months when she actually got after she got the procedure. So essentially, unless what's she the was point just, of getting an O shot if I you're not going to have the O? Armin, you don't need to like have sex with someone. She could have had. Oh. She could have been doing the Haley Steinfeld. I love me. Gonna love myself. Don't need no. You know, <laughs> she could have gotten okay. a, help from a friend. Um, you know, but that's still sex. I don't know, but. But, yeah, it is. But um, <laughs> but no, she didn't have like a relationship or relations with anyone while she after uh, she had this thing when I'm like, so you just did it for the show. But this is always, Shannon always is doing some kind of procedure. I saw someone on Twitter being like, are we really going to get another scene of like Vaseline up like Shannon, like getting some kind of like medical procedure done in some weird like surgeon's office. And I'm like, wow, no greater tea has been because she always has her face like, <laughs> like, Someone just like saran wrapped over her face, like her skin. And she's like, I'm ready for the procedure, doctor. Spreading my hoo-ha for all the world to but, see. But you are right. There could have been some uh, self-fulfillment, if you will. Yes. But I also, uh, yeah. But I also really thought it was interesting. I wanted to say that um, she's talking about having sex in one of the flashbacks. And she's like, it's not that like I don't have a high libido. Um, it's just, I don't have a lot of sexual activity because my husband doesn't have, has a low libido. libido, And I was in my head, I was like, yeah, with you, bitch. He has another (laughs) woman on the side. So I'm really, and she said she's excited to explore and have more fun. And you know, I love single Shannon. She's not so single anymore because we know she has a man. I mean, she's been posting like with this guy a lot recently. So we're happy for her. I hope she got the O shot again. I want an update (laughs) and seeing how it's going. Hopefully we'll get, I know this is a question that Andy will ask at the reunion. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you utilized your O shot? Yes. Yeah. Have you gone back for a touch up? For a touch up. For a rejuvenation, if you will. <laughs> a revagination. <laughs> uh, but it's funny, they all have new men, huh? Kelly has a new man. Gina has a new man. Um, yeah. Shannon has a new man. They're all. Vicky, as are a same old man. Um, <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about, before we get into Vicky, because I want to talk about her, I want to talk about how, um, really quickly, they go over, uh, Shannon and Tamara go over to Bronwyn's apartment, her love shack, and they're obsessed with it because who wouldn't be? Because I think that's the greatest thing in the entire world is to have a specific apartment just for sex. Well, we talked about this. If uh, Bronwyn is willing and able, we would love to Airbnb it out. Okay. Uh, 
you know how I felt about that. Why not? I don't. That's like a hotel room where you like don't hook like hook up in hotel rooms because like that's oh, you don't hook up, space. You don't, you don't hook up in hotel rooms. I mean, I'm not in hotel rooms frequently enough to just be like re- like hooking up in them. But right. like, I don't know. My thing is, is, I even like hotel beds. Like when I'm in Vegas, I'm like, what happened in this room? Like if I everything, like, everything. And I feel like, and the other thing is, like I feel like that's Bronwyn and her husband's like special space, and like you don't want to ruin the mojo juju of like that room, like by having your own like little wonk wonks in there. You got to mm-hmm. leave it for like the the uh, the OG wonks. <laughs> this podcast, the wonk wonks, the hoo haws. <laughs> You don't you don't know these proper terms for like these are this is what I, I, I didn't learned. take anatomy and, and physiology. I took sex ed. This is what they taught us. It was combined with my dear program. But I also thought it was really <laughs> cute that Bronwyn's daughter Rowan is having Shannon's daughter in her fashion show for her dance line with the Mega Yacht OC Fashion Week, which is they do a fashion show in OC. Tamron was like, Tamron was like, they do they do a fashion show in Orange County and. Shannon's like, yeah, it's like on a boat. And, and Brahman's like, no, it's a three-story mega yacht. She's like, <laughs> Tamara's like, uh, okay, uh, all right. Which I'm like, is it the same one that Heather used for her party season 11? Right. Like, <laughs> what was it called? The Icon Yacht or yeah, something? Yeah, it was like Iconic. Was it Iconic? Uh, yeah, with like a Q-U-E instead of was Iconic. It? Yeah, so oh it was like gosh. Iconic, which was a great party, by that the way. That whole thing reminded me of, was it Starsky and Hutch? where they kept on referring to this yacht as a boat. Oh my God, I can't even remember. I don't and even then, think I saw Starching Hugs. I just saw the music video of Jessica Simpson, Simpson for Boots Are Made for Walking. <laughs> That's all I remember. Wearing the Daisy Dukes. That's called Dukes of Hazard. Oh, uh, what was it? Oh, it's Starching Hugs. Well, my who has been wonked up, so. <laughs> yeah, truly has. I'm not you here. You need your own shot. Um, Anyway, throughout the whole movie, they keep referring to it as a boat, and the guy who owns it keeps saying, no, it's a yacht. <laughs> anyway, that's that's the whole thing. Well, bit. no, I'm going to have to watch Starsky and Hutch, not the one including <laughs> Jessica Simpson. <laughs> not, so, not that Starsky Not that and one. Hutch. The other also, one. Also, it's Starsky and Hutch. What did I call it? Starsky. <laughs> Potato patuta. Um, so, I, so then we get a golf course uh scene between vicky and tamra no we just have to, we have to talk about it for a second because i want to bring up um yeah that vicky is convinced that um steve is going to propose to her right then and there on the golf course to the point where she like runs back to the golf cart and is like he's gonna do it now but he's just telling tamra like i need to figure out how i want to do it like i'm making it special it's a secret but i have the ring it's gonna happen uh, I'm excited to see Vicky get engaged. I know it's like a whatever kind of thing, but this scene was also important because it sets up the next episodes because even though Vicky and Shannon have had their birthdays together, we know they are two strong Aries deep in who they are. They had Aries teenies season 10. If you, if you don't remember where they do the whole thing, they've always celebrated their birthday together this year. They're doing it separately. And Vicky's like really upset because she wasn't invited to Shannon's, and Tamara's like, I didn't invite you because we're just going to be bar hopping. We're taking a train down to Del Mar hmm. and we're going to bar hop. And she keeps making jokes about the freaking train. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Tamara. Um, but they're going to go down and do bar hopping because that's what Shannon wants to do. And Vicky doesn't want to do that. And she's like, yeah, that's not me. I'm over that. I don't need to do that. Because like, let's not forget, Vicky's like at least 80. And <laughs> she's like, okay, well, Vicky, for your birthday, I ha- I found this cute little like, tea garden and we're gonna have a tea party she's like oh i love that so i'm assuming this is the weird like princess dresses that we've seen in the trailer where they like take the carriage to tea this is gonna be a shit show 
this tea party is going to be like the Mad Hatter tea party from Alice in Wonderland. You're going to have people jumping on tables. You're going to have people flying across the room. I'm sure someone's <laughs> going to get choked out uh, and not in the fun way. I'm into it. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm um, ready. Do you think Steve is going to propose in the next couple episodes or do you not care? I don't care. I this is so obviously an attempt to get her back into the cast. Well, obviously. I mean, that's Vicky's whole plan. I mean, I bet this entire season she's going to be grasping for straws. But then you have people like MKE, who's just going to be going to Shannon's birthday, um, who just get asked back just for no reason at all because they're so fantastic. I'm excited to see Megan King Edmonds. Detective MKE. Uh, before Detective Pikachu, there was Detective Megan King Edmonds. Right. And she was the one who exposed the Brooks drama. Speaking of exposing people on camera, let's talk about what um, Tamara and Eddie did to Emily because I was not really oh, cool with this. Oh, yeah. So one of Emily's storylines this season is how her weight has been increasing and this has been affecting her uh, arthritis. It's been making it worse. And we saw clips of her like on the bus in the Beverly Hills trip and all these things just like, ah, uh, like, oof, like you could just tell she's like a little bit tight. And a little bit sore in places. So she goes to Tamara and Eddie to get a body weight, a body fat assessment, like a full thing. And on camera, they basically tell her she's obese. Now, my problem with this is that I don't think Emily was really ready for this whole situation. I feel like she was kind of maybe pushed into this by production and Tamara and Eddie because... She's, she didn't look comfortable. It's, she's not comfortable. Her confessionals are not comfortable. After the fact, Tamara wrote a blog about a, a photo blog, like a lookbook about Emily's weight, like on in real life. And someone even said for women who are of Emily's age, her weight actually isn't obese, technically considered obese because she's like in a healthy weight range. And also you have to think she's had yeah. three kids. She's... Uh, a healthy, normal person, like comp- just compared because she's compared to these like OC women, and they're probably putting their statistics for like you know like the baseline. Yeah, whatever. what are their parameters? Because she doesn't look unhealthy at all. No, and that's the thing. And I think, and someone called that out on Twitter, and Emily was like, "Thank you." And then Tamara started going off on her, and Tamara ended up blocking Emily because of this situation. And it's like. If anyone should be doing the blocking, it's Emily because I think Tamara and Eddie put her in a very uncomfortable situation and made her do that all on camera. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I wonder what their expertise is to do this. I know they own a gym. Yeah. I just don't know. Do they have this sort of expertise to be able to... Well, they're like a health and fitness center and like they're both obviously like physical trainers and like I think... The physical trainers, like you do have to, and like if they have new, they do nutrition and stuff, but like you have a baseline but do they knowledge. they have a degree in nutrition? I mean, I don't know. I don't think neither of them have a degree in nutrition. I think they bring someone outside, but I mean. And that's the thing, too, is that someone can quote unquote look healthy. And right? not be healthy. But not be healthy because their diet is terrible and they're not actually getting the nutrients. So this whole like sort of third-rate analysis of her health was kind of BS. It's kind you have of to botchy. look, what are you eating? What's your diet? Maybe keep track of it for a month. Let us know. Obviously, self-reporting can be, you know, sometimes unreliable, but you got to start somewhere. Exactly. 
And then you see, okay, what's your caloric intake, carb intake, sugar intake, et cetera, et cetera. I'm no nutritionist, but I can tell you that health goes way beyond the scale. Trust me, I know. You know. I literally know. Yeah, you know. And also, you had a whole episode of reality TV dedicated to that. And let me tell you, getting on scale on camera is one of the hardest things to do, no matter really what you weigh, no matter what your journey is. It is such a stressful situation because you never know what's going to be on that scale. And do you feel maybe sort of judged in some way? I mean, it's just like an anxiety-driven moment because a lot of times when you're with the scale, it's just you and the scale. It's not. It's a very private moment. And... I, that was the other reason. Suddenly, there's like, cameramen and there's producers, yeah, and your and your one thing is now the world story. So I feel for Emily. Um, I really do hope she goes to a doctor and gets healthy. Um, if you for her arthritis, because I do think she needs to be there for her kids, and that's what she agreed with as well. So I mean, but not saying she doesn't look fantastic and she doesn't look great. I think she's she looked stunning on Watch What Happens Live this week. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, she's certainly not obese. No. I don't think she is. That's just absurd. It's it was a rash statement. Um, so should we cover the whole Gina Emily thing at the end? Yes. Well, we we skipped over Alexis. Um, uh, I keep calling her Alexis Bellini, (laughs) but it's not. She's a drink. Um, Um, I but although her appearance was kind of tied to the Gina Emily. It was so Emily and Alexis, who you might remember from OC's past, Jesus Jugs. Um, not Alexis Bellini, like I call her. Um, she's not a drink. She was an, a former cast member of Former Housewife. Um, her and Emily are having like a little like lunch catch up, and Alexis divorced Jim. Thank God, probably one of the worst house husbands in history. And they showed this like sad clip of him being like, "You're supposed to be the woman at home. Like I only you only have so many hours in the day to like raise my children, and you're like doing other things like vom." But it was a good juxtaposition to Shane to kind of show, like, he's not the worst. <laughs> Although he did have a moment earlier in the episode where he was giving advice to Gina. And, yeah, he didn't come across as the worst. But then you're asking yourself, where has this guy been? Exactly. Because um, he ha- that guy hasn't been there. I mean. <laughs> but he gave that whole that whole cow metaphor. Oh, and, then, and then Gina's like, he's the cow. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And so... But anyway, back to but this yeah. Lunch. So Alexis brings up Gina or something, and Emily's like, "Well, Gina's not talking to me right. right now." And then we get the cut to Tamara and Gina shopping, and Tamara's telling her about the party that they're going to go to for Shannon, making the train joke once again. <laughs> and Gina's basically like, "Yeah, um, I'm like mad at Emily, and I'm not going to be like answering her calls or text messages because I don't want to hear her side of the story about her cousin because." Evidently, uh, Emily, uh, Shane's cousin that uh, Gina was supposed to go on a date on. In addition to having a stubbed toe. Also has a girlfriend. Has a girlfriend. And so. Do you think that maybe factored in more than the injured toe? No, I really do think it was the toe. It was the toe. It was I the toe. mean, was the, toe. the girlfriend, yeah. you can still go on a date. But once you have right. that broken toe, there's like really. There's zero chance. Yeah, there's really nothing you can do at that point. It's just like a, it's just like a whatever. Mm-hmm. But. I, I don't think this is the thing. Gina's like, it was a fake date. It was a pity date. They did right. it like just set me up to make me feel better. And it's like, I don't think that was the case. Emily says that she had no idea that her, that Shane's cousin was dating someone else. It could be a new, it could have been a new relationship that kind of just formed while things were happening because there's been a lot of times like where 
you know, you're talking to someone and things are going well. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, like I'm actually seeing someone now because in 72 hours. I mean, well, Patty Stanger, my former boss, millionaire matchmaker, taught me that men date with a pair and a spare. So listen up, y'all. This is some dating advice. Also, this this dating advice is not accurate. Just okay. So prefacing. men date with a pair and a spare. So they have their pair. So you have two of like the two front runners um, of who they want to date. Because you can't put all your eggs in one basket, she said. So you always have to have a pair. And then you have the spare, which is like your back burner bro. So it's the guy you always keep warm on deck for like a date or a hookup or whatever you need. But it's not the one that you're actually going to get with. But it's always someone that you got in the basket. So maybe Shane's cousin had his pair and it was like the girl who's now going to be his girlfriend. And Gina was the other prospect. The other girl ended up, you know, getting the date before. They had a fantastic time connected. Gina didn't get the shot. And then who knows? He's probably got some side chick on the side that he like hits up now and then to, you know, Wonka hoo ha. But <laughs> you know, everyone has their own thing. Like I said, different strokes for different folks. So like, I don't think he was trying to be manipulative or deceiving. I don't think Emily was trying to do that as well. I think Gina's in a very fragile emotional state and she's maybe a little paranoid and feels like people are coming after her or against her or seeing her as the, um, what was it? Skipper instead of Barbie, like the little sister. And I think she's just kind of tired of that. I mean, we will see, um, what goes on after this. Cause it ended on a to be continued, right? Or no, no, it didn't. No, it just ended. I'm thinking but there's of, a lot of things up in the air. There's a lot of things up in the air. Sorry. I was thinking to be continued. Cause we also watched an episode from season 11 <laughs> and that ended on a to be continued for our, our reality rewind series. If you guys want to check that out on patreon.com slash hot and bravo. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things up in the air. The relationship between Emily and Gina, um, the birthday parties on the cusp. Uh, it looks like we're going to see another set of Bronwyn. Yeah. Yeah. That mid-season preview was quite good. Quite juicy. A lot's, a lot, a lot's going down. I'm loving this season of OC. Yeah. Do it, you have anything more to say? Sorry about the Gina-Emily thing. I just kind of no, ran I through mean, it. I think that Emily should have vetted better. Because yeah. I think I think if they vetted him properly, they would have realized, oh, he has this pair in a spare that you're referring to. Let's not send Gina off with a dude who is like this close on the cusp of having an exclusive girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Maybe think, not the best call. Right. I think like three questions would have gotten her there. But I agree Just with you. Just three questions. Just three. But I agree. It seems far-fetched that Emily would go like full blown manipulative. I don't see that in her DNA. No, neither do I. Uh, so I'm going with just horrible vetting. Horrible vetting. Still not great though. Yeah, you guys got to vet your friends before you you hook up. <laughs> yeah, vet your friends. Just vet, vet them no, all the time. Vet possible love interests for your friends. <laughs> don't just like throw them into the wild. It's rough out there these days. There's ghosts. That's what they say. There's bears. There's a little bit of everything. Shane's cousin. Shane's cousin. Yeah, there's a lot out there. Be safe out there, y'all. The dating world is no joke. It's a wild, wild world for... Mm-hmm. Bronwyn. Seanwyn. That's what we like to call them. I like Seanwyn as a I celebrity couple. Seanwyn is my new thing. I'm just going to be like, ah. Next time she <laughs> posts on Instagram, I'll be like, Seanwyn is looking great. And she'll be like, oh, I love it. And then I'll be like, hashtag Seanwyn. <laughs> start start the trend just like you started Bedore Horror. Bedore Boom, whore. we got it in. We almost didn't say Bedore Horror on this I know, episode. I'm shocked. Yeah, we've said on every single recap. Well, she kind of so had like a, a smaller uh, role this episode. Right, yeah. But she needed because she had the headaches we still did, from her. We, true. We did get, well, we did talk extensively about her O shot. We didn't talk about her TV dinners, but that's okay. Her O shot, though. But you're a Bedore Horror. You love her O shot. I am O-shot. a Bedore Horror. You love everything Bedore. Boom, we got it in. We said it. 
contractually obligated to do so. Well, if you guys liked this OC recap, we're so sorry about last week, but we will have one again next week. So make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you want to get even more OC, like I said, patreon.com slash hot and bravo. We have our own reality rewind where we're recapping episode by episode season 11 of Orange County. And you can watch that on Hulu along with us while we do that. Um, we're on TV Co. talking OC Mondays, 7 p.m., Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you download the TV Co. app to watch that and follow Hot and Bravo there. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. We will see y'all with your oranges next week. <laughs>